episode of the Clemson Dubcast. It is Thursday, December 21st, the eve of Florida State's Board of Trustees meeting, Friday morning. Grab the popcorn, prepare for the fireworks, whatever analogy you can think of. I guess we'll add another one. Buckle up. We're going to cover all angles of this realignment thing moving forward at TigerIllustrated.com. Got a feeling going to be a busy winter. My good friends Blake Smith and Brooke Archenhold have been part of the podcast since the beginning way back in August of 2018. They have an accomplished team of personal injury attorneys at Parm Smith and Archenhold based in Greenville. They are Clemson people and their skillful attorneys have decades of experience in complicated litigation matters, taking a special interest in medical malpractice, nursing home abuse and neglect, car accident cases that have left the individuals involved in serious trouble. For a free consultation at Parm Smith and Archenhold, call 864-990-4581 or online at parhamlaw.com. That's P-A-R-H-A-M law.com. When you're ready for a complete renovation in your home or business, open the door to more with Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Their local experience team will totally transform any room space from beautiful floor coverings to construction to finished details. Harris handles every step of your renovation process, whether it's a kitchen or living room or an industrial or educational setting, like some of the positively stunning work they've done at Clemson University. Go to discoverharris.com and experience a total renovation transformation from Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Solero Communications, formerly known as Tandem Payment, is a full-service integrated electronic payments provider powered by leading-edge technology. Solero provides a wide array of merchant solutions, simplified payments. They make onboarding, taking payments, maintaining risk management and compliance, and getting support quick and easy. At Solero, they're all about helping you achieve sustainable growth as a business. Taking payments isn't the only thing your business needs. With Solero's solutions, You can manage inventory, sell products and services via social media, schedule staff, track sales, get reports, and much, much more. Find out more about Solero at solerocommerce.com. That's C-E-L-E-R-O commerce.com. Okay, figured we would provide the audio from both Adam Gorney of Rivals, interview with Dabo Sweeney, and also Dabo's full press conference on National Signing Day. Lots of good insights, particularly Dabo's feelings on the transfer portal, his feelings on the quarterback pecking order, moving forward, and plenty more. Here we go. Enjoy. This is Adam Gorney with the Rival Signing Day coverage, continuing here with Clemson coach Dabo Swinney. And uh, nice to talk to you every year because it's usually drama-free. It's uh, every, everybody's wrapped up. Everything's ready to go. It, it's, not so, it's not so crazy for you with this time of year, huh? Yeah, it's changed a lot, you know. Uh, that's why I've always said, I mean, we could uh, we could move the high school signing date up, you know, if we wanted to, because these kids, they, most of them all know what they want to do. And uh, so it's been good. Another great class. It's fine. This is a day that I'm leaving this, and I'm heading over to our graduate brunch in because we are celebrating. We have a bunch of guys graduating uh, tomorrow, and we have a big brunch luncheon today. And uh, but yet you're also doing signing day and celebrating a bunch of new Tigers coming in. So it's a great, great day for us. I want to hit on some specific guys. Sammy Brown, sort of the leader of this class, just kind of one of your guys. Um, what makes him so special on and off the field? And, and I do have to ask, do you think he's Brian Bosworth 2.0? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think he's Sammy Brown 1.0. I mean, he's yeah, uh, he's a dude, man. He's he is. I mean, you watch his tape. I mean, first of all, the guy is relentless. Uh, great mom and dad, very competitive family. His dad was a college athlete. His mom was a cheerleader. Uh, you know, all of his family are competitive. Uh, his dad, you know, is, is a coach. Uh, so this is a 
really competitive kid from birth. Uh, but he's just unique, man. He's big, he's strong, and he can fly. I mean, this guy can – I mean, you don't see many people that can run like him at that size. And he's a state lifting champ. He's a state wrestling champ. Uh, he's a he's a linebacker all over the field. And he's a running back, you know, rushing for millions of yards. So he's just a kid that never comes off the field and uh, kind of an old-school player. Uh, but dynamic, man. I mean, he's – you know, that you don't get distracted by the hair. You know, I, he's he's kind of like Trevor Lawrence in that regard and that I would say he looks like Hollywood, but, man, he's just a low-maintenance dude uh, just the way Trevor was that knows what he wants to do and has the work ethic to match up with what he wants to do. Don't forget elite fishermen, too. He, he can really catch <laughs> Bryant Wesco, um Looks, plays like the receivers that you've recruited over the years. Big, long, yep. athletic, can go up and get it. Touchdown machine this year. What do you like about Wesco, and, and how important was it to keep him in this class? Yeah, all those things you mentioned. I mean, you know, he's just – he's uh, he's one of the, certainly one of the top, you know, few guys in the country, and he just brings that big playability. I mean, he's a ball hawk. Uh, one of the things I like about him, an underrated part of his game, is, is he can really run with the ball you know, after the catch. And, and he's still not uh, what he's going to be from a, from a strength standpoint, but he still has good collision balance. He's a finisher on the ball. He's got a ton of confidence, natural ball skills. It's just not something he even thinks about. It's just natural for him. Uh, so he's got a lot of great football. I, I, you know, so he's done some amazing things in high school, but, but you know, this, kid's, this kid is, is his best football is in front of him. And so I love the fact that we get a chance to have him as a freshman uh, and, and watch him just, you know, physically and mentally, you know, mature and blossom into, you know, what I think can be a great, great player. Defensive back you loaded up with. Um, was it was it an idea to do that the entire time? Um, did, did some changes happen that you, you had to get some late? How, how did that kind of play out for you? Yeah, well, Tavoy, Corey Gibson and Ashton Hampton pretty much been committed all year at corner. And uh, Ashton's got a bunch of position, you know, versatility on what he can do. Uh, really good group. And then safeties, uh, we, we, we've had Noah Dixon and we've had Ricardo Jones, two just great players. They've been committed all year. Uh, we weren't anticipating taking one more safety, but we ended up taking a kid, Joe Wilkinson, late because we had a kid leave. So we had a spot and we just kind of took who we thought was the best player. And uh, we really, really like, you know, the group to go on top of the guys that we had last year. So we're going to have, you know, a lot of competition, a lot of good depth, a lot of, a lot of speed and athleticism on the back end. The next question could be a long conversation, and I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts. But philosophically, portal for you. I mean, it's not something that you're completely, totally against, but how do you kind of, how, how do you kind of use it? Do you think some schools are using it far too much? far too little where are you at with that and and it's sort of transcendence into the reality of the sport here yeah that's a long conversation for sure but i don't i don't judge anybody else because everybody's everybody's situation is different yeah you know i mean i've been here i'm going on my 16th year as the head coach so you know we just haven't had uh many guys leave you know we've had many guests we've been able to still recruit we think the best uh high school players in the country and um and so it just varies from year to year. I mean, we've used the portal, and, and honestly, we really went after about four or five guys this year in the offensive line. That was really the only position that we felt like, you know, that was an area that we maybe – and we really weren't looking for a guy with one year. But we have seven starters back in the offensive line. So um, 
we were looking for guys that maybe had, you know, maybe three years left uh, or, or two, two, three to play two, whatever. And, and uh, you know, you don't just – it's not like the draft where you just get to say, okay, boom, like, you know, go down to Walmart and just, boom, grab something and, and go home. They got to want you, right? Uh, so I don't have any issues with it. Uh, I know everybody likes to act like I do, uh, you know, but we don't. We just haven't. We haven't had a need. We got ten scholarship receivers. We love all those guys. You know, do you take a portal guy or do you take Wesco or TJ Moore? Yeah, we wanted Wesco and TJ Moore. Uh, if we hadn't have got those two guys, then maybe we we're having a conversation. And if we hadn't seen what we've seen on our practice field from the guys on our roster, you know, it's different. Uh, got seven starters back in the OL. We, we we weren't looking for a guy, you know, because these guys in the portal they want to come be the guy. And all I can do is give you an opportunity to compete. You know, and then uh, linebacker was another. Had Barrett Carter not come back, we probably would have taken try or tried to take an older kid there. Uh, but Barrett Carter coming back, you know, we didn't need that. We so we took a third high school kid. Uh, so that was kind of the decision there. And that's really the only positions, uh, OL and linebacker, that we even considered it for this class. We before the season we talked about maybe a DN, a one year older DN, but have the season played out and what we saw from TJ Parker and AJ Hoffler and, and, and what Peter Woods can be, cause we can pay, play Peter Woods at DN. So yeah. who are you going to, who are you going to go get in the portal? that's going to come beat Peter Woods out. Right. And you're not going to guarantee somebody come in here to be the guy. So there's just, you know, that's just the reality of our situation. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean we're against it. And I certainly don't judge other people. Cause if I was somewhere else, if I left today and went to another school, guess what? A bunch of guys would leave. Right. And, and you, you know, you, you have to, you have, you have no choice, but uh, we just have used it as we've needed and tried to use it a little bit more in a couple of spots, but uh, you know, we haven't been able to, uh, to, to get any of those guys. Last thing and real quick, Dabo, no quarterback this year. Some coaches like taking one every year. Some have their own variety of ways. Do you see two in 25? Do you want one? How, how, how does that kind of look moving forward? Yeah, well, Klubnik's it's really kind of going according to what we uh, decided to do. If Paul Tyson wasn't coming back, we would have taken another guy for yeah. sure. But Paul Tyson kind of gives us a little bit of uh, just insurance as a because we just need him to be a fourth guy. You know, he's going to be a sixth-year guy. You know, he, he knows everything in our system, uh, wants to coach. So you get to a fourth guy, it's probably not good anyway. You know, most teams, if you got two, you're really, really lucky. And we think we got three. Uh, so we feel really good. Obviously, Klubnik's going to be a junior. Our plan was to – to uh, that was part of the recruiting process with Chris Vizina. You know, this is a high-level recruit, turned down a ton of opportunities all across the country to come to Clemson. And the plan was he was only 17 to redshirt him. Yeah. And, and now you got a redshirt junior and you got a redshirt freshman. So it's a, it's a good path for him. And now let's go compete. And uh, so we're really excited about CV and, and, and what his potential is. And, and I'm, I'm really excited about the spring. And then we got a kid named Trent Pierman who was back-to-back Gatorade player of the year in the state, state of South Carolina, back-to-back state championship, didn't lose a game, a single game as a starter. And this kid, uh, developmental player, redshirted, redshirt freshman, a redshirt sophomore next year. All the things that you love about him that made him a good player – those things have accentuated now because he's he's equipped himself more. So we like the three that we have, and then Paul gives us a fourth. 
Uh, if we can find a, maybe a good PWO to add in the group, that would be great. But, you know, we'll see. Anything can happen between now and May, right? Definitely. That is Clemson coach Dabo Swinney. Dabo, thanks so much again for joining us. Okay, always good to be with you. Take care. Okay. Sweeney's going to have some introductory comments, then we'll go to questions in the room, followed by questions virtually at the end. Happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. We'll see many of you in Jacksonville. So, uh, Coach, whenever you're ready, take it away. <laughs> I like it, Ross. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. I like that. Um, you know, the, the the difference is from the from the the draft. You know, you don't get any say or choice. The the cool thing about this day is. Um, you know, people have to choose you, and I think that's that's really that never gets old for me. So it's a great day uh, for the Tigers, and again, always a blessing uh, when when uh, a young man and his family uh, say, "Hey, yeah, you know, that's what I want to be a part of." I think that's really cool. That never gets old to me. I love that part of it, and and I just love the process of of you know um, seeing it through, you know, and the development that comes with it, and. You know, we we, uh, we got a lot going on, man. Uh, today is a day we're celebrating our graduates. Uh, I'm leaving here. We got a, a big brunch and got graduation tomorrow. And so you got that group that's been through their journey. And now you got a day all on the same day. You're, you're celebrating a bunch of new Tigers coming in. So it's a blessing. And uh, it's just a, a group I'm super excited about getting started with. Uh, I think it's my 15th class. And the one thing I will say about... Um, you know, the last 15 years, we've been we've been uh, incredibly consistent with graduation. We've been very, very consistent with winning, and we've been, uh, I think, consistent in those areas because of our recruiting and you know how we recruit and the young people that have come in here. So, um, just a again a fun day, a great day, a lot that goes into it, and and really just you know always uh, appreciative of our staff. Um, I know I'm the one that you know comes in here and has to do the press conference and all that stuff. But listen, I just do my part. Uh, we have a, a huge operation. There's so much that goes into the recruiting process, from our just our student volunteers to our full-time staff, you know, all the way up to to Ty and Chanel and Jordan Sorrells and and Josh Wall and Zach Former. I mean, they just do an incredible job of, of managing our whole recruiting operation. Not to mention the coaches. And, and all that they have to do with the role that they fulfill. So it's a, it's a, it's a never-ending deal. Like we're celebrating this day today, but you know we're on to the next class. I mean, it never ever stops. So it's something you got to enjoy, and I do enjoy it. I enjoy the relationships. I enjoy. Um, you know the competitiveness of it, you know, and because uh, we take a lot of pride in Clemson and who we are, uh, and um, you know, so it's a it's a again a fun day, and you know, with the guys coming in mid years for the mid year, uh, I think it'll be a, a a very fun spring as well. But looking at the class, um, you know, we've got 22 total signees, uh, 15 of them are going to be mid years, so I think that's again that's really exciting. Uh, several of those guys are going to meet at the bowl you know they changed that rule last year to where um, 
guys could come in and, and, and get some practice with you and come to the bowl with you the whole deal. Can't play, but can be a part of the, of the process. And that's just really helpful because you go ahead and get, start getting some guys acclimated and start you know, making the transition with them. And, and for some of these guys to be able to spend a little time, uh, like Champ Thompson, for example, he's been here the last couple of days. And for him to have a couple of few days or a week with, with Tyler Davis, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, to have an opportunity, you know, a guy he's not going to be able to play with, but to be able to learn from from a few days, I think is great. And uh, of the 15 mid-years, uh, six are on offense and nine are on defense. And then uh, Hoosier, uh, I guess it's really 16 because Hoosier's coming in mid-year uh, as well. So got nine different states, um, Georgia, Florida, Texas, Maryland, South Carolina, Illinois, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, and Tennessee. So I think that's my first signee from the state of Illinois. So added another guy there uh, or another state. Um, uh, so really, really cool. Position-wise, uh, offensively, again, we got eight guys, one running back, four offensive linemen, a tight end, and two receivers. Um, and then defensively, we got 13 guys. Two D tackles, two D ends, three linebackers, three safeties, and three corners, and then one kicker. Uh, so it's a really good group. A lot of these guys have won championships uh, throughout their tenure, and I think that's you know something that we always look at as far as where they're coming from. Um, Specifically, the guys coming in, David uh, Easy E Azuma May uh, coming coming from North Cobb, uh, Coach Shane Queen. We're really excited about David. He's a big back. I mean, this kid has got a, a ton of personality. Uh, he's he's a he's a home run hitter, and uh, just you know just a perfect fit for this class. You know, we were going to take one, and uh, we we feel like we got our guy. And he's been committed a long time. Receiver, uh, we want to take two guys there. Uh, these guys have been committed. They came in to our visit uh, last June. They've been committed ever since. And, um, you know, these are two of the top ten receivers in the country. Two great, great players that really bring everything that we're looking for. And uh, so uh, Wesco's coming in um, uh, mid-year, so he'll get a head start and really excited about uh, him uh, and, and just, you know, the versatility of his game. Uh, he can really do a lot of things. Same thing with TJ, man, just two ball hawks. Uh, they can go up and get it. they got length. they got speed. They've got change of direction. they got the ability to do a lot of things with the ball in their hands after the catch. So a lot lots of like uh, TJ coming from Tampa Catholic, uh, Coach Jarris McIntyre and uh, Bryant Wesco from Midlothian, uh, Coach Doug Wendell. Uh, so really, really excited about this group there. And then uh, tied in, uh, man, you know, I feel like Christian Bentoncourt has been committed for, you know, 10 years. Uh, uh, I, think he, I think he was the first commit uh, in this class. And uh, he, he committed to me really early and he maybe announced uh, like a month later or something like that. Uh, but, man, this guy is he – is, he is special. Uh, he is a big time playmaker. I, re I really love what we have at our at our tight end position. Uh, same thing at receiver and, and running back. With now these guys kind of coming and adding on to the group. It's uh, we're in a good spot. Uh, but he's uh, from Marion Central Catholic. Coach Liam Kerwin. He's from up where. If you ever seen the movie, you older guys in here, y'all have all seen Groundhog Day, right? And uh, that's where he's from. He's from that little town. Uh, you know, you go by a bunch of cornfields to get to his school. But he's out in the middle. You think of you know Illinois. You think of you know big city. But he's from he's from out in the middle of nowhere. But that little town, Groundhog Day, where it was filmed. 
it's right there. It was kind of cool riding through it. Uh, there's Ponsatawney Field right there. Uh, so neat to experience recruiting him. Uh, and again, our first, my first signee uh, from Illinois. Uh, man, just super excited about what we were able to do on the offensive line. Uh, man, it just kind of came together, um, you know, and just just worked out uh, in, in, a, in a great way. Uh, Ronan uh, O'Connell from Page uh, High School in Tennessee, Coach Charles uh, Rathbone, he's been committed a long time, um, and we're really, really excited about uh, Ronan, big barrel chest, barrel chested guy, thick. You know, uh, can really got a lot of uh, versatility to his game. He is a tough, tough kid, man, and I uh, just love everything about him. He's been with us for a while, and then just you know, as things went out, we kind of started the season, you know, saying hey, we might take two, maybe three, and then obviously we had a couple guys that that you know, uh, one had to give up football medically with, with John, and and then we had a graduate that wanted to move on and. And um, uh, so with the guys coming back, you know, we ended up saying, hey, what, you know, we want to try to find another center. And, uh, man, we were went and got a, a kid right here that we never took our eye off, but we weren't sure we were going to have a spot. And, uh, man, Watson Young, I think he's going to be the first fourth-generation Tiger football player. Uh, you know, I think that's really cool. His great-granddad played here. His granddad played here. His dad played here. And now this kid, and he was he was uh, heading up to App, but really glad it worked out uh, for him to be able to, to join us. And, you know, a true center man. Uh, he's played a lot of tackle as well, but he's going to be a center for us. And, and again, that, that just really proud of his development. I've had a chance to know him his entire life, literally. Uh, so I'm just – I know he's going to be a guy that's, that's going to be an outstanding Tiger uh, for years to come. And, and then these last two guys um, – I mean, I think we really knocked it out of the park. And, uh, you know, just as far as what what we needed. You know, we needed guys that could play tackle and, and, and again, have some position flexibility, a lot like uh, Jordan McFadden brought to us, a lot like Colin Sadler brings to us, a lot like Tristan Lee brings to us. You know, some, some versatility in their game. And Elijah Thurman and Mason Wade, they bring that. Uh, these are two dirtbags, tough guys, man. Uh, you know, just athletic. You got good length, uh, really in a good spot physically. And the best thing about these four linemen is they're all mid-years. So they're all going to have a chance to be here. Uh, so I'm really, really excited about them being on campus um, and uh, joining us. Elijah from Bradwell Institute, uh, Coach Deshaun Brock. Uh, he's a kid that that we battled hard. And, again, um, you know, you think Tremaine Ankrum, you think Jordan McFadden, you think uh, maybe a little bigger, but that type of athlete uh, can really, really run. He's got excellent length. He's, he's a great player in space. Uh, love his toughness. I just think this kid's got a chance to be a great, great player. Uh, and then same thing with Mason Wade. Mason Wade, you know, was a guy that committed to Duke early. And uh, he, he's, uh, he's from up at uh, Loudoun Valley High School, uh, Coach David Bishop, uh, up in uh, Virginia. And he's a kid that was committed. Obviously, that situation changed. You know, recruiting opens back up. We were able to get back in on this kid. And um, his mom, you know, ironically went to Clemson and his uncle, uh, his uncle Andy, uh, went to Clemson as well. And um, he was a kid that had been in our camp early, and but he committed early uh, to Duke. And... 
man, you talk about it. Uh, he's the epitome of, of you know, football. I mean, the guy has just developed every year. And, and you watch his tape, that's, that's what I told him. First thing I said, I said, this is a dirtbag right here. This guy is, is he's a nice kid, but he is nasty on the football field. And, again, long. He's got great work ethic. He's a grinder. Yeah, incredibly smart, and uh, so I just I just think we checked all the boxes and we were able to get what we need. And then with the guys, you know, um, that you know we've got seven starters coming back in the offensive line, um, and uh, you know really, you know Lenticum, you kind of put him as eight because he's going to have a chance to to be the starter. He's got to go earn it this spring, but he'll have a chance. And and you got Dietrich and Big Zach and Ian Reed and um, you know Chap, and now all of a sudden we're able to get four guys. It just really gets us. To to a good spot where we need to be from a depth standpoint and um so I'm excited about it. Um, this this group of linemen rolling in here and and what they bring and all these guys offensively, I think uh, will add on well because uh, we got most everybody back. You know, we're just losing really putting them up front from a starter standpoint, and we got seven guys back that have started and won games for us. So um, excited about the group and uh, the mix that we'll have there uh, defensively. Um, and 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 uh, who's recounted in this is our kicker, nine mid years, uh, fourteen total guys there, uh, two DNs, Darian Mayo and Adam Kasai. These both these dudes are six seven. Uh, I mean, just absolute giants uh, when you see them. Uh, Mayo was a kid that we recruited really hard for a long time. knew a lot about him. He's up there at Good Council with Coach uh, Stefanelli. And um, a school we got a lot of respect for. They do a tremendous job there. Uh, obviously, Dorian O'Daniel came out of there. But, man, Darian is a high-level player. Uh, he's a guy that's got, a, I think, a bright future, had a great year this year. And then Adam Kasai was a kid that was committed to another school. You know, and he, he's a neat story. You know, he shows up at our camp, and not only did he come, he came for three days. And I'll never forget taking the picture with him at the Rock. He told me at the Rock, you know, I mean, you know, I look at him when he comes in, and, and uh, he said he was coming to get a scholarship offer to Clemson. And and I said, well, okay, well, well I'm gonna be here every day, so we'll see what happens. And, uh, and you know, he was here for three days. You know, he, he's playing the game. I mean, he didn't miss anything. And. Uh, he really won us over uh, in camp. I mean, he's got long-range potential in that, you know, the kid was a quarterback. He's played tight end, you know, and they kind of move him to DN late. Uh, so he's kind of a late-blooming guy. But you, he's got what you can't coach. Uh, he can really run. Uh, he can bend. He's athletic. But he's he's 6'7". And I have no idea how big this guy's going to be, but but I'm really excited about uh, his his potential and what he brings. Uh, he's a perfect guy to come in with this class with with the current roster that we have. So um, can't wait to get him going. He's a mid year, uh, and he'll be here, and and, and he's going to need it because it's going to be fun to watch him uh, develop between now and August. And then Daring will come in in the summer. Um, but Adams from uh, Heritage High School down in Florida, Coach Mikael, uh, uh Benson. And then D tackle, uh, we got Heaven Brown, uh, Schuler, and Champ Thompson, two two of my favorite kids that I've ever recruited. Uh, just two, just two great, great. Uh, families and just just great kids uh, in the whole recruiting process that I, that I've been a part of. Heaven is from Pace Academy with Coach Nick uh, uh, Bach and and uh, Champ is from Gainesville High School from one of my old uh, Alabama teammates and Coach Josh Niblett, longtime Hoover coach over there at Gainesville now, but. Uh, last guy we got out of Gainesville was pretty good. Uh, so uh, I'm excited about Champ coming in here and, 
uh, that's two pretty good names, Heaven and Champ. Uh, that's, that's, that's two pretty good names there for, for the D-tackles. And just, again, just glad to have them be a part of it. Champ's already here uh, and, and started practice, and Heaven will join us this summer. But uh, these are two big, strong, athletic, uh, dynamic players and with big personalities and, um, you know, just so much more than football players. I mean, they're elite players, but it's two great young men. And then at linebacker, uh, man, it really came together well. This was a position we, we considered maybe taking a portal guy if um, – if uh, Barrett had left, but with Barrett coming back, you know, we, we had Sammy, we had Woodass, uh, so we needed another guy. And with Barrett coming back, you know, we, we really wanted to take another high school kid. And, and I'm going to tell you, man, this, this, uh, this Kuba Taylor guy, he's, he's just an example of, of what the portal's doing to high school recruiting, honestly. Um, you know, a few years ago, this had been a kid we wouldn't have been able to get. He would have been committed to, you know, somewhere already. Uh, this guy is, you know, a really, really good player. He's got great size and length, and he's and he's a guy that's gotten better every year. Um, and what he did this year, you know, he was at a small school, then he transferred into good counsel. And what he's done this year, this kid played really, really well. And uh, we think he's he's got a lot of great days ahead of him. So excited about just who he is. He was really just the perfect fit for us. Uh, so, you know, he came in this past weekend and, and uh, you know, wanted to be a Tiger and just excited about him and his family. Crazy thing, too, his, his uncle uh, uh, lives in um, – uh, Greenville and and went to went to school here at Clemson so you know really just you know neat family and uh, you know good fit for us Sammy Brown from Jefferson High School coach Travis Nolan um, he's a mid-year Drew Woodass from Jesuit uh, coach Matt Thompson he will not be uh, and then Cuba Taylor you know he's he's uh, Mayo's teammate with coach Stefanelli up there he's not a mid-year as well so Sammy's the the one mid-year and you know uh, everybody knows a lot about Sammy Brown you know from Jefferson High School there with coach Travis Nolan um, you know unbelievable program and this is a kid that we've really recruited since you know he was a kid he we were recruiting him before we even knew we were recruiting him he's been coming to the youth camp uh great story there his mom's got a video of me i guess when he was a little kid fifth grade sixth grade i don't know but he had left his book bag or something so you know we we try to we try to help them guys have a little responsibility and so we had to come up whose book bag and some little kid shows up and, all right well you got 10 up downs you know one two you know get your book bag back and his mom's got that on video so um uh that, that's pretty cool you know you never know who you're coaching out here in these camps and this kid turns into you know the best linebacker in in, in uh in high school football now, obviously won the high school um, uh, Buckus Award, which is really, really cool. Uh, so just just super excited about Sammy. I mean, he's a dude. We all know that. This guy's a powerlifting champ, a wrestling champ. Uh, you know, it, it rushes the ball. He never comes off the field, Harley, and, and just unbelievable family. His dad is, is one of the – Mike is one of the coaches there. And so just – Super excited to finally get started with him uh, and, and uh, to plug him in. And I think it's a blessing that Barrett is back and he's got a chance to, to really have a guy like Barrett Carter to, um, uh, you know, mentor with for over this next year. I think it'll be very beneficial to him. And same thing with Drew Woodass. I mean, y'all, I mean, this Woodass family, this is a, this is a, this is a, uh, 
just a tough family. And uh, man, he's, he's got a sister that plays college athletics. Um, she might be the toughest one in the family. And now you got, you know, obviously Wade and, and, and now Drew. Um, they say Drew's the best athlete of all of them. We will see uh, when he gets here. No pressure, Drew. Uh, but we just, we're really excited. I mean, you know, um, just another great addition to, to that room. And, you know, proud of the job that, that Wes has done and putting it together the way he wanted to put it together. And uh, with, the, with the intangibles and the, and the, the uh, uh, you know, just different abilities that he has in the room for the positions that we need to be played there. So great group. Corners, we got Tavoy Fagan, Corey Gibson, and Ashton Hampton. Tavoy is Carrollwood Day School. Uh, Coach Marshall McDuffie. And uh, unbelievable school down there in, in Tampa, Florida. Uh, great coaching, great preparation. Uh, Tavoy is a mid-year. Uh, I actually coached his dad. His dad played for me at Alabama, Michael Fagan. So, you know, again, just that's what this game does. It's, it's about relationships. But he is, a, he is a great player. He's got length. He's got, uh, you know, great um, technique at this stage of his career, his technique, his fundamentals, his knowledge of the game. You know, he's very advanced when it comes to all that stuff. Uh, and he's dynamic. I mean, he's a returner. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, so just super excited about Tavoy and, uh, again, him being able to get on in here and get started. And then Corey and Gibson, uh, uh, Lancaster High School, uh, Coach Leon Paul, uh, had a chance to go out there. Man, what a great school, uh, great coach. I mean, it's, it's easy to see going out there and spending some time with Coach Paul why Corian was drawn to Clemson. Uh, it's really easy to see. And uh, so this is a kid, same thing, could have gone anywhere he wanted to go. Uh, he, he did he did have an injury this year, but he's doing very, very well with his rehab on that. Uh, he'll be coming in mid-year and just a long, uh, competitive, fast, you know, um, athlete on, the, on that back end that can do a lot of things. This kid can play anywhere in the secondary, uh, great length at corner. So I'm just really, really excited. The thing I love about him, he's got a mindset. He really has the, the mentality that you want to see early on too. So I just think we've knocked it out of the park with those two guys. And then uh, Ashton Hampton from uh, Florida State University School, Coach Jared Hickman. Uh, his dad is a college head coach. His dad, you know, this is a kid that's been around this his whole life. Uh, I mean, as you know, you can't ever have a guy more prepared than Ashton Hampton. And I would say the same thing about him, and that's why, you know, Coach Reed, same thing I just said about Wes, what a great job he's done in putting the group together putting the room together with all the, the different things you look for, especially in today's offensive football. Uh, Ashton, uh, those of you who've seen him, he can do anything. I mean, this guy, this guy I mean, he is, he is long. I mean, like a giant uh, and can play corner. He can play nickel. He can play strong. He can play free. You can play him. I mean, he is a, he's a freaky type of athlete, but again, just – really really advanced from a football standpoint he's player of the year down there I mean he's a great basketball player um, there's really nothing he can't do very very smart kid so I mean 
it would be hard to find three better guys that really fit what we need uh, than these three. You know, just everything, all the intangibles, and it's easy to see again why they chose Clemson. And uh, we're just really excited about what they're bringing here and can't wait to get started with them. Uh, Ashton will get here uh, this summer. And then at safety, we took uh, Noah Dixon, Ricardo Jones, and Joe Wilkinson. Uh, Noah's been committed quite a while. He's from down there at Troop County. Uh, to Coach uh, Glisson, what a great job he does down there with that program. Uh, Noah's, you know, he just made, I think they do one, one you know, all-state team with all seven classifications. And, you know, you, you see Noah Dixon on there. I mean, this kid's a, a baller. Uh, he's a track guy. He's a big physical kid. Uh, he is unbelievable, just maturity, high character. Uh, his mom is amazing. Uh, he's, he comes from, uh, he's got a bunch of siblings. They've all been to college. They've all, I mean, they're doctors and all kind of, I mean, it's amazing, um, you know, what, what his mom's been able to do in raising all of them. And, and uh, this kid, Noah, Noah is, is uh, got a bright future, you know. So same thing, uh, can do a lot of things. And he's a guy that, that will be a mid-year. Uh, so he'll be here. Ricardo Jones, same thing. You think about Ricardo Jones, man, you better – these last two guys, uh, him and Joe, you better have your head on a swivel. Uh, man, these two guys are – tough. Everybody's going to want to know where they are. Uh, if you if you play offense, you better know where these guys are. Uh, this is, these are two guys that, that will flat out bring the wood. Uh, Ricardo is um, you know from Peach County, uh, Coach Marquise Westbrook. He is a mid-year as well. He'll be down at the bowl site with us. Um, just, a, just an outstanding young player. Tough, physical, got an edge to his game that you love to see on that defensive side. And then same thing, you know, Joe Wilkinson is a guy from Rome High School, Coach, Coach Reed, we know well. We've had a chance to watch this kid for the last two years. And, again, honestly, we weren't sure we were going to take another safety. And we felt really good about where we were. And uh, with, with one of our players moving on, you know, we said, you know what, maybe we take the best guy out there and we – We've just watched him for the last two years, obviously recruiting Steph Island. We've spent a lot of time down there in Rome. Uh, Coach Reed, you know, this is as good a football as there is in the state of Georgia. I mean, this is a tough place, and this kid's the, this kid's the player of the year. And he is he, – all you got to do is watch his tape, and uh, it's easy to see why, why we like him. I mean, this guy can flat out play the game of football. He's always available. Uh, he's got great special teams, uh, impact, uh, impactful plays as well. But he is a um, he is he is going to be a he'll be a fun guy to watch develop. And just really glad it worked out. He was he was actually heading off to to App State as well. And and again, if it wasn't for the portal, uh, we probably wouldn't have a chance to get this kid at this point. So just excited about how the class has come together uh, for sure. So a great group defensively. And then Nolan Hooser from Huff High School, coach Deshaun Baker. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, the best kicker in the country. Simple as that. He's, uh, he's kicked more field goals, I think, than anybody ever. I think he broke the all-time high school record maybe about halfway through the season this year. But, you know, Hoosier is a he, – he's an athlete. He's he's comes from an athletic family. Obviously, his mom and dad were both athletes here at Clemson. Uh, and uh, just – just a, uh, he's a leader. Uh, it's been it's been really fun to watch you know this class and how they interact you know these kids all get to know each other really well before they ever get here and uh, he, he's a he's a guy that's a leader in this group and uh, so obviously that's a, a position that we've got to you know 
uh, get better and have some competition, and he's definitely going to bring that. And he's a mid-year, so he'll be here as well, and he'll be down at the bowl game with us. And, you know, there will be some more walk-on guys that we will add uh, as we go uh, through, you know, now and between now and the, when we get started. But um, this Chase Bird kid from Greer who, who played for Will Young, uh, you know, Coach uh, or, uh, Watson's uh, uncle, um, uh, he's he's here as well, already practicing. He's a mid-year. Usually, that's rare that that, that kind of happens. But uh, another talented kid, you know, had some had some smaller opportunities to go play, and he wanted to kind of come and chase his dream here at Clemson, and, and we're glad to have him. So, um, again, got a talented re- team returning next year on both sides of the ball. Uh, but this is going to be a great addition uh, to that team. And the 15 mid-years, again, will make it, I think, an exciting spring. So uh, excited about the day, excited about welcoming everyone officially. Uh, again, can't wait to get started with, with them. And uh, grad brunch today to celebrate those grads and, and celebrating the new Tigers coming in. It's kind of, you know, a little bit of both both sides of it today. So it's a great time uh, to be a Tiger. And, and uh, from a bowl standpoint, we've had uh, – we finished our bowl prep uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, the guys are off here for a couple of days, and we'll start back on Christmas Eve. Uh, will be like a Monday practice for us, and we'll have a normal work week down there. So uh, it's been a really good, uh, you know, however long we've been going, uh, week plus, whatever it is. Uh, we've had a lot going on between recruiting and finals and all that stuff, and and new coaches, but. Um, really like where we are and I know the guys are excited about getting down there and and uh, you know having a great competitive game against a really good Kentucky team. Any questions for coach? Yeah, one of the you know questions about the lack of explosive plays over the past year or so has been you know hey Clemson needs more team speed they need more speed at the winning position. Do you feel like you've addressed that with yeah, I think we've addressed it with the guys here too. You know, uh, the second, probably the top two fastest guys on this team are, are were Nate and, and uh, uh, Cole Turner. That's you know we didn't have Cole, Cole Turner played a game and and a half maybe. So he's been out all year, and uh, you know that was obviously a, a hit for us. And then we've just had some guys that have, have you know Antonio Williams has played three and a half games. You know, I mean that's it. Uh, so that's probably the two best receivers we had coming into the season. And, you know, both those guys are out. Well, you know, Adam hit, hit a little confidence wall there, but now he's, he's kind of hitting his stride. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you line those guys up and put a clock on them, you'll see, you'll see that they can run. Adam Randall can run. Uh, so to insinuate that, that he can't, Stilato can run. Stilato's just never been available. This is the most available he's been, and he's still, you know, a guy that's battled through some – you know, he hasn't had an offseason since he's been here. I mean, this kid had no camp. Uh, he literally got cleared, I think, Tuesday of the Duke game. And, uh, you know, he's just kind of played on instincts. He's had no spring practice. So hopefully we're, we're over the hump with this kid. And, you, you know, you see flashes of why he was a top receiver in the country. The kid's just not had much opportunity. So hopefully he'll have an offseason. We're really excited about him. That guy can run. Salado can run. Adam can run. Cole can fly. Uh, Antonio can run. Tyler Brown can fly. Uh, he is big-time track speed. So I think we already have that on the roster. Ronan Hannafin can fly. He, he is a fast, fast kid. So we, we've got to – it's got to show up on game day, and that's a combination of development and all that stuff that we got to get done and um, guys staying available. 
but absolutely to add in to what we've got, you know, uh, you know, Tink is a is a guy that can run as well. I mean, we got a good group, and but these two coming in, I mean, Wesco and TJ, uh, they they bring big playability. Uh, you know, they're long. They got again ball hawking skills. They make acrobatic catches. Uh, they both do great things after the catch. You know, TJ is a really big bodied kid. Uh, that that's just a great finisher on the ball with a lot of collision balance, and then Wesco is a, he he's not quite as uh, uh, he he's as, he's long and, and rangy. He's still physical. That's why I'm glad he's coming mid year because we we, don't, we need to add a little bit of weight on him between now and August, and we will. But man, that kid plays strong. Um, he's a finisher. He's an excellent runner with the ball for a big guy to be able to you know maneuver and change direction like he does. Um, you know, with break points, I mean, he's, he's again, these are two top ten guys in the country. So, you know, we're excited about it. And, uh, again, you throw in, the, you know, what you saw last year from Tyler Brown. Um, this kid's a freshman All-American. He can absolutely fly. Uh, Tyler did an awesome job with him. This kid, you know, wasn't a very highly recruited guy. He makes freshman All-American, you know, and he took advantage of his opportunity. So I think our speed is in a good spot. And not just that, but at back, at tight end, you know, Cade. Cade can really, really run, and you're starting to see him settle in. I think he'll be even better next year at, at um, you know, accentuating that part of his game. And, um you know, so all, all, overall, that'll lead to some more explosives like we want. Upstate foodies. Want to take a moment to talk to you about our favorite taco spot, Willie Taco. Five locations across the upstate. This award-winning team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. The chefs at Willie Taco utilize the freshest, most creative, and sometimes unexpected ingredients in their kitchens. Come see why Southern Living, Garden and Gun, and Food and Wine Magazine are raving about Willie Taco and their signature offerings, such as their Southern Tide, Crispy Avocado, Nashville Hot Chicken Tacos, literally flavors you will not find anywhere else, folks. And don't forget about the cocktails, super fresh margaritas, ice cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas served up daily from behind the bar. So don't wait, folks. Your Willy Taco Familia is ready to serve you up their twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willy Way. Another loyal supporter of the Dubcast is Blackacre Law Firm in Greenville, a subsidiary of Parm Smith and Archenthold. Blackacre helps South Carolina residents achieve their dreams of home ownership by providing experienced professional representation for real estate closings. Attention to detail is crucial in real estate state law, Blackacre is committed to making sure nothing gets by them preparing residential or commercial closings. Blackacre also offers estate planning services for their clients in the Greenville area. Find out more about Blackacre at 864-326-3507. Want to share a quick word about Founders Federal Credit Union? If you've been to a sporting event in Clemson, you've probably heard about Founders already. They are the official credit union partner of the Clemson Tigers. In addition to that, all Clemson faculty, staff, and students are eligible for membership as well as Ipte members. Its office is located beside the Walmart neighborhood market on Old Greenville Highway in Clemson. For more information, go to foundersfcu.com. Do West Coast more remind you of any of the receivers who've come through? I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't want to label any of those guys. I mean, I just think they're 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 just, you know, long, uh, hard-to-cover one-on-one type of guys. And, you know, they've got a lot of natural instincts to them got just natural ball skills um and uh you know just 
you know, very polished guys at this stage. I mean, that's why they're, you know, ranked so high. And uh, these guys have made a ton of plays, and they'll show up the day they get here expecting to be great. And that's that's the mindset that they bring, and excited about jumping them in the group. It's going to be a good group. We got we have ten guys. We got ten guys on at receiver. You know, it was a position that had we lost another guy, we might have considered the portal, and we evaluated some guys. But you know, we 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 love the guys we have, and um, you know, so it's going to be fun. We got ten guys, man, and we think all ten can play. You know, again, they're all at different spots. You know, with the two freshmen coming in, but it's going to be a really competitive spring. You mentioned on the offensive line, uh, John Williams, and uh, another person who's moving on. So, uh, Trent Howard, Brian Tucker, those guys have you figured out? Oh, Trent's back. Trent, Trent's going to be back, and uh, you know that's huge for us because that you know he's, he's um, we hadn't lost a game since Trent started. Started, uh, you know he's played a lot of football for us now. He's a very experienced player, and and uh, to know that 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 he's a guy that that gives us seven starters. You know, uh, Trent's got – Trent can play both guards, just like you saw in the last game. I mean, he played left guard and right guard. And uh, he's just – he's got he's got really good length. And he's a guy, too, that's battled through some injuries and some things. Um, and so, you know, I, I think he'll really attack this offseason. But, you know, seven guys that have started for us and won for us, it's been a while since we've had that. And then, again, Lenthicum is going to have an opportunity. Trent's going to have a chance to compete at center. So, Lenthicum, Trent, Harris will be a guy. All those guys, we'll see how it all shakes out. Lenthicum will, will run out there first. You know, he's kind of been in that spot, and we'll see, see how it goes. But we're really excited about him. So we just got some guys that can give us some, you know, you know, guys inside that can play three positions, and then we got some guys that tackle that can play four positions. Uh, so that's a really good situation, and then seven of them uh, have a ton of experience. So I'm, I'm I'm excited about where we are, and you know, and frankly, that's kind of what hurt us in, with some of these portal guys. You know, we really weren't looking for a one and done guy. You know, that really wasn't what we needed. Um, because uh, you bring a guy like that, you're going to lose somebody. We like our guys. You know, we don't want to lose any of those guys. Uh, we believe in in Tristan and Colin and Blake uh, and, and those guys that, that Marcus Tate. You know, these are guys that can play tackle guard for us. We really excited about them and where they are. Um, so we were really looking more for, and this is kind of, you know, we didn't know how it was going to play out with Mason when I was going to play out with with Elijah, and you know, we ended up getting those guys, which is just a home run for us, but. You know, we were looking, really looking for guys that maybe had at least maybe three years left. Um, you know, we felt like that would be a good fit for us. But, you know, you know, it's it, it, as I say, you know, it's, they got to choose you. I mean, you can try all you want, but they got to choose you. And it's, you know, it's hard when you got seven starters coming back. And you know, some there's a reason. A lot of these guys are in the portal for a reason, right? They want to. They don't. They don't. They want to be the guy. And you know, I can't guarantee anybody's going to be the guy. Uh, you get an opportunity to be the guy, but you got to earn it. And so, you know, uh, but but thankfully it all worked out. You know, just worked out the way it was supposed to. Getting Elijah and getting Mason uh, really was was big for us. Uh, obviously, they're they're they'll they'll come in and, and compete right away, but but give us uh, guys that that have a lot of years ahead of them. Because are you at your number offensive line wise? Then yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we're right at our number. You know, and I didn't even I don't even know if I mentioned Chat Pendergrass. I mean, y'all heard me talk about him. This kid, this kid's he's a if he was coming out right now, he'd be lined up to sign this guy. Uh he was a tight end over at TL Hannah, you know, and 
not a guy that ever played a snap of offensive line until he came here, but this is a this is a good football player. He's a good player. He's a lot like Philip Price was. Those of you been around here, they ended up being our starting left tackle on a championship team. I mean, he's he's got he's got some good football ahead of him, and you know, just gives us some good depth. So you know, he's he's kind of a 16th guy, if you will. Um, so you know, to have 16 guys that you feel good about. I mean, and we do. I mean, I'm really excited about Zach Owens. You know, he's down to about 360. I mean, we, you know, it's hard to say he's down to 360, but but we, we uh, he he is, and he's on his way. So if we can keep him in the right category, this kid this kid's got all of his football in front of him. Same thing with Ian, big big physical kid. We're excited about him. Um, you know, and then obviously Harris played as a freshman last year, and you know Blake Miller's a two-year starter. Colin Sadler, redshirt freshman this year, man, he's he's an outstanding player. What Tristan Lee did this year, I mean, these guys really kind of, you know, really have given us a lot of confidence uh, moving forward. Marcus Tate, we all know who he is, and getting Walker Parks back is is going to be a big shot in the arm. He's been out all year, uh, so. We got a really good group and I think a very good mix of, you know, older guys. We got a big junior group. We got a few seniors next year. Um, and then, um, you know, really good, you know, sophomore in Harris and then some guys coming in to, to get in that pipeline to go along with those redshirt freshmen. Talked about how valuable that mid-year arrival is for the guys in their development. But do you see that kind of as that next evolution of the crucial key to winning and having success with going the high school route and not that portal route? I mean, it's, I mean, Tyler Brown didn't get here until right at first of July. He made freshman All-American. You know, uh, we had other guys that come in mid-year and they don't play. You know, it, it's it's all about maturity. Focus, you know. I mean, it's still it's a transition. Um, I mean, we we had we've had. I mean, Christian Wilkins showed up in the summer. He did pretty good. We had guys that come in mid year, redshirted. You know, it just depends. It, it depends on where they are developmentally. And um, but I will say this. I mean, it's awesome to be able to start that process for for them. And and honestly, the the mid year thing is just it's a function of the portal. You know, there's so, so many of these high school kids are just being like it's almost like if they're not a mid-year, they get they get pushed aside. You know, because everybody just needs you know they want to they want these guys right now. And it's really impacted the high school recruiting from that standpoint. So you, you're going to continue to see that. You know, I mean, 15 mid-years. I mean, that's like a it's like a norm now, right? And uh, even more for some places, especially you know if you're bringing in a bunch of portal guys. So um, you know, it just depends. Depends on who they are and where they are, you know, developmentally, maturity-wise, especially, you know, their their focus, because uh, there's a lot that comes with it. But I've I've seen I've seen both, um, you know, guys come in mid-year, it really pays off and they play, and I've seen guys come in mid-year and you know they don't work quite like they need to. It's a little bit of a, they're not quite as mature as they need to be, and you know they they play their way you know on the sideline. And then I've seen guys show up in the summer that you don't even really, you really don't think they're probably gonna play. And wow, man, they're they're Tyler Brown. On that note, how much of an appeal with all the ways that recruiting has changed in recent years, when you go into a kid's living room, to be able to sell them on the opportunity that if you do the things the right way and you do what you're supposed to do, you'll get a chance to play right away. How much is that still an appeal in the kids you're recruiting? Yeah, I don't promise anybody anything other than I'm going to love them, I'm going to challenge them, I'm going to hold them accountable, 
We're going to give them all the resources they need to be successful. Uh, we're going to value their, their education and make sure that, that you know, they understand what, what the priorities in our program are. And we, we're going to graduate them. We're committed to that. Uh, I mean, they just came out, what, a couple of days ago. I think we got the highest graduation success rate in college football in the last 19 years or so. Uh, you know, so we, we don't just talk that. We, this is who we are. You know, this, is, this place is hard. You know, you don't go to class here, you don't play. And, you know, I'm serious about that. And we always have been. And all you got to do is look at the track record, what we've done academically to back that up. Uh, so we're very transparent. We're very transparent. Um, you know, they got to do the work. I can't promise anybody anything. You know, God may take football away from them. I don't know what their future is. I do know this, though. This is a place that's going to that's equip you, you know, as a man. You got to do your part. Can't do it for you. You know, you got to plug in, you got to buy in, and you got to go to work. Uh, but we, we promise everybody gets the opportunity. All you got to do is look at, I mean, I mean, we've started, I've started freshmen at every position, every, everywhere. I've started freshman quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, linemen, receivers, linebackers, D linemen, corners, safeties. We've had freshmen start at every single position in my career here. I've had walk-ons start. You know, I remember the red shirt freshman Hunter Renfro, and you know we'd sign Dion and Ray Ray, and every time I'd meet with y'all, y'all, I'm talking about y'all better figure out this Hunter Renfro, and y'all looking at me, you know, like I'm crazy, you know, because y'all want to talk about the five star receivers that just got here. We're gonna play the guy that deserves it, and and the guy that deserves it and earns it is 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 what we see in practice. It's not what, you know, unfortunately what social media says or what the media may perceive based on what they've seen in high school. I mean, it's what we do every day. You know, we want to win. <laughs> Trust me, um, you know, so uh, it doesn't matter. You beat out an older – we've had freshmen beat out veteran quarterbacks. We've had, we've had it all. We've had freshman D linemen beat out veteran D linemen. We've had it all across the board. Uh, so ultimately that's just the game of football. It's, it's competitive. And, um, but what we promise them is you've got an opportunity to come in and compete. We'll evaluate where you are. You've got to trust us to do our job. You know, and uh, some guys, you know, some guys show up and, man, no assembly required, right? Like, boom, get them right out of the box, boom, here you go. Some guys, it's all in the box. just takes a little, you got, you know, you got to put it all together. You know, you got to read the instructions, you know, and figure out how, and then you put it together. You know, and in the end, it's still, it's a table just like that other table, but this one was already put together when it just showed up, right? And you just, boom, it's, it can function. The others, you got to get it all there, and then it can function. And that's just the process of young people and, and you know, the, the challenge of college football. Uh, so that's all we promise them, man. I mean, everybody's got opportunity. you got to take advantage of it. Ian Reed, you mentioned him. He's not bold practice, not practice. No, he won't practice. He's, he's cut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's coming off of, uh, you know, he's had a uh, – like a, I don't know the exact word, but he's but he's been sick. But um, he's he's I think on the right path there, and uh, uh, we're just excited about him, man. We saw enough of him during during the season, during during uh, practice, and all this. This is a he's a tough tough physical kid. Um, you know, he's like a bigger Harris, if you will. You know, just. You know, likes to play, wants to learn. You know, very eager, and uh, so you know he's got a lot of a lot of days ahead of him. So hopefully he can kind of get this situation under control um, and uh, get back out there this spring, get rolling. Any questions for Coach Virtually? <clears throat> yeah, Dabo, it's Pete. 
questions when when these guys come down and join you at bowl practice, the the one the people who are going to do that. Do they get a full Clemson indoctrination right away? I mean, are there you know are their habits being looked at immediately? And, hey, you got to change this and change that. Does it start? Right from the time they get with you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's not as thorough as it's going to be when they they're going to move in on the January seventh. We got orientation the eighth and ninth, and there's a lot that happens in that. You know, team rules, expectations, all these things, and then we'll have um, school to start on that Wednesday. I'll have them over on that Thursday. We'll have their first team meeting on that Friday, the twelfth, and, and and you know, there's a whole process. Paul Anderson kind of manages our freshman transition, so it starts right away. Um, but it's a little more, you know, one-on-one individual because it's not a it's not a huge group. They're not all there for the bowl, but a bunch of them. I think we'll have seven or eight guys coming in. So yeah, we get started. You know, get started right away. Get them in line. You know, start teaching individual. Um, start learning. Start you know getting to know people and and um, you know it's 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 full. last year was the first time I've been around that and it was really cool. It was really cool to see Khalil Barnes and Shelton Lewis. I think, who else was there? One was there one other? We only had a, we didn't have many. Uh, was Steph Island there? Maybe Steph Island. Uh, maybe Burley, Big Burley. Uh, he came in there. I think he was one of them as well. But that was pretty cool to just start that process before you ever. I've ever been able to do it before. You know, I was going to say to the roster management issues, given the COVID exemption and things like that. Are you starting to get more of a handle on it? Is there going to be a year? I don't know. 25, 26, <laughs> where you got to bring in 35 guys because the numbers just run out. Yeah, I don't think um, um, I don't think we really have any COVID guys this year. Actually, um, I got last year we had uh, or this we had uh, Maskell and we had we had Maskell, we had Putnam. It was a he was fifth year, but it was five years of playing. It was Maskell, Putnam, and XT. Um, maybe JP. I think he played as a freshman. Um, Tyler Davis. Tyler Davis. He played as a freshman. So those were all five years. I don't. I don't think we have any. COVID. I think everybody this year is within their eligibility. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so well, well. I mean, I think we got another. I think it goes through like 25 or something like that. So we do have a guy. Um, we got a few of those guys that are going to be fifth-year seniors this year that technically could have another year. I think like I think it's Trent Howard's class and, and Swanson and all that. So technically, those guys could have a. Like Trent could actually have two more years if he wants. I don't think he will. I think he, he's going to get married and and all that. But um, you know, I, so I think we maybe got one more year of potential COVID stuff. But I think from our standpoint, we're we're we kind of aware of all those situations. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Dabo. This is Anna Adams. Um, if you know it off the top of your head, could you name the? I guess you said seven or eight guys that will be at the bowl on site. Uh, where's Sorrels? I don't know if he's in here. Um, you know, I, I don't. I know Hoosers coming. I think. Uh, I think. I think Corian is coming. I think. I think. Um, from a mid-year standpoint, let me let me look at it here. Uh, Azuma Azuma May's coming. Um, I don't think Wesco's gonna make it down. Uh, uh, I don't think Ronan's coming. 
Uh, Watson may come. Elijah Thurman, I think, uh, is coming. Uh, Mason Wade, I believe, is coming. Um, Kasai's coming. Champ's already here. Uh, Sammy's coming. Tavoy is coming. Uh, I said Corian's coming. Uh, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure on. I know Ricardo's coming. I'm not sure on Noah, and uh, and Hoosers coming. And Chase Bird is here. The the walk on. So we got a good group. Good group. Thank you. Thank you. And then quick question. Um, defensive end. Are you guys done there? Or is that possible? You can still add there either high school or, or portal. Uh, I don't. I don't see a portal situation. That that was a position that we we looked at. Uh, you know, we kind of evaluated every position on our roster from a portal standpoint as a staff, um, and that was a position that you know, with with the guys that we have in house and what we've been able to see from those guys, uh, it wasn't a position we wanted a, a portal guy. You know, because we've got we got a guy like Peter Woods that can play anywhere uh so you know is there a guy out there that we think would come in and be better than that we didn't we didn't feel that you know so we we focused on the high school kid and um so you know we'll see you know uh if anything transpires there but uh not looking for a portal guy there right now now again you know we're what is this this is december the 20th uh so you know i mean uh, there's another portal window what the first week of January you know and then there's another portal week window in the spring so um, we got a long way to go till the season so, and you know again if you have guys we haven't had guys leave in the spring we had we had you know Malcolm who went to Virginia uh, uh, as a graduate and Greg you know last year just decided to move on from football and that's it the last two years we've only had two guys so you know, if you get a group of guys that aren't with you in the spring, then you, then you, you, I mean, there's no, there's no high school kids to get in May. So you're, you have to sign whatever you can get in the portal. Uh, so that's just where we are today. Um, if something changes, then you have to respond to that. Uh, but you have to base it on where you are. You know, uh, I, I love, I'm, I'm committed to the kids on this roster and uh, we really believe in our roster. How many portal offers have you guys put out since? Uh, uh, I think it was. I think it was like four. Uh, I think it was four guys that we went after in, in the offensive line, and um, you know one other guy that we, you know, actually a couple other guys that we made phone calls to, but you know it just you know it wasn't wasn't interesting. A couple other guys that just weren't right fit for us. So you know it's again it's not a lot of guys. I mean it's still it's still. You still have to be good enough. You still have to be the right fit. There's, you know, there's a lot that goes. There's, you know what? Academics, amazing. Uh, you know, you still have to, <laughs> you still have to be an academic fit. Nobody talks about that. You got to be able to be eligible. It so it, it, it waters it down. I'm sorry. Portal frenzy and schools taking 16, 17 guys. You said I would rather take the high school guys. We, What's the thinking behind that with, with you as a, as a coach? You know, you're like, it's just where we are as a program. We haven't gotten into the situation uh, yet where we've had big, massive gaps in our roster, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm glad we got Tyler Brown for a few more years instead of just one, you know. I'm glad we got Antonio Williams, you know, for a couple more years. I'm glad we got Cole Turner for maybe four more years, you know, and get this year back. Uh, so, um, I mean, that's just we, – we've been – we've won. I mean, 
I mean, I know we only had eight wins this year, but there's only two other teams that have had 13 eight-plus win seasons in a row. That's Georgia and Alabama. So I think that's just how we've done it. We've been consistent um, with graduation, and we've been consistent with winning because of how we recruit. And, again, we, we evaluate everything every year. So we, we get a situation where we think – and if you bring somebody in, you got to let somebody go, you know. That's the, that's the way it works. And, uh, you know, I love the guys here. Got time for about one or two more. The guys in this class seem pretty tight. Is this maybe one of the most tight-knit groups you've had yet? I would say last year's class and this year's class. Last year's class, man, they really kind of – it was a unique group. It was like one of the first times, honestly, that – and I don't know if it's, you know, just kind of the way social media is and just, you know, you know, we're all – they're all on like this group chat thing. Used to you couldn't – you know, we couldn't be a part of that. They just changed that rule like a year or so ago where, where you could have multiple people on the same text thing as a coach. So, you know, now we're kind of able to be a part of that. It's pretty cool. Uh, they get to know each other and, and, and it's fun. You know, they, they, they kind of recruit each other and all that type of stuff. But – this is uh, – I thought last year's group was, was really tight and same thing with this group. Uh, really, really close group. They, they communicate very well. And it's interesting because you got guys from Texas all the way to the east coast of Florida up to, you know, Maryland, Virginia, and, and they all know each other. Um, and I think that's a, that's a neat thing. Uh, looking to the spring, is it the expectation that the Zena push – Okay. Is he, is he well, I hope so. Yeah, that's why. I mean, we, we, I mean, he's, and he, and that's a perfect example of what, you know what you get out of bowl prep, man. I'm gonna tell you what, it's been fun. We've done a couple of scrimmages, and hopefully we'll have one more. And C and CV and 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 Trent, man, them guys, they're they're good players. And man, CV's been he's been awesome. Uh, it's fun because I was I was really anxious to see him because he hasn't had a lot. He's had to you know he's done some scout team and he's most of his stuff has been mental work. And uh, we've got him what we could. Uh, so I was anxious to see, you know, where he was based on what I saw in August. And, you know, it's, it, it was good. It was really good. It's been, it's been a fun week or so watching him. Uh, you get reminded pretty quick why he was such a high-level recruit. He's big. He's strong. He can run. Uh, he's accurate with the football. Uh, he can, he's, he's a very good player. And then same thing with that gum Trent. I mean, everybody, nobody really talks about this kid, but he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a little baller. Um, he knows how to play the game. And he's, he needed to physically improve. And, and so he redshirted, and this has been a redshirt freshman year, and he's really changed his body. He's just stronger. So all the things that you liked about him that made him a back-to-back Gatorade player of the year – it's just better because he's bigger, faster, stronger, and uh, has a feel for the game. So it's been good, and it's been fun to see Paul. You know, because Paul's got to be ready to go win for us, right? And uh, it's been fun to see him get a lot of work. And you know, this is—I think Paul's—I think he's second in the history of the state of Alabama. You know, in in passing yards and all that stuff. I mean, this kid had a heck of a high school career at a high level. Uh, and he's got a ton of experience. He's incredibly smart, and you know he's just he's he's a perfect guy to have again for a fourth guy. You know uh, that's just going to know everything and, and could go function again. If you get to a fourth guy, it's probably not good anyway. But uh, not many fourth guys have the functionality of this kid. So you know, uh, and the experience. So it's a good situation, and uh, seen nothing this past week that that 
dampers that enthusiasm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you don't want anybody, you want everybody to go compete. Everybody, everybody. Everybody's got to go compete. Everybody's got to prove it every single year. Uh, none of us have lifetime contracts, uh, period, the end. Everybody's got to prove it every single year. Got time for one final question from Zoom. Hey, Davos, Chapel with the state. Um, just one signee from the state of South Carolina. Is that the fewest you've had in the class here, and what would you kind of attribute that to? I, I don't even know, honestly, um, if that's the fewest. Anybody know? I don't know. It seems like there's been maybe a couple of the years along the way. But, uh, well, we went after a few guys. We didn't get them. Uh, you know, so, I mean, some, again, I, I've done this long. First of all, there's, there's, you know, this is a small state from a population. There's more people in Atlanta, right, than the whole state, basically. And so you don't have a huge population. And then you're looking for guys that are good enough at Clemson. And then it's academics. It's fit. It's all those things. Uh, so it's a very small number, you know, for, for us. Uh, but I will say this. You get a kid from South Carolina, it's a, a good, really good football players uh, in this state. Uh, I mean, really good. But we went after several. It was just one of those years, you know, especially having been in this state now for 21 years. There's just some kids that they grow up pulling for the other team just the way it is and it's just it's hard to overcome that um and you know so you work hard at it we we, we take a shot and uh, some of the the guys that we offered several uh we just didn't get them this year so it kind of goes in cycles a little bit and but um uh really excited about um you know how it all shook out for us and 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 pumped about it and you know i think watson young is um we'll, we'll let's just track him we'll see where we are four or five years from now i think he's going to be a good football player and going to be a great tiger that kid was born to be a tiger so i'm glad it worked out the way it did and and i think we're off to a great start in our 25 class uh so it's um you know a lot of momentum in that group as well all right thank you coach thank okay. you okay always something interesting and entertaining when that guy steps to a microphone that hasn't changed in i guess the last uh 20 years of being around him grateful for the support of our sponsors for continuing to help make this happen and of course thanks to every one of you for hitting that play button really appreciate it cheers